Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend those Timoleons anywhere you spent them here with me. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you're in a shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, practice, and work. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to responding off instinct, does require effort. And who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well, the first step can be very easy, my friends, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience, while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, or psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be and that required me to among other things look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or knowing loved one who's diagnosed or just going through some things it's a crazy world out there right now it doesn't matter this is your place pull up a seat kick up your feet e-l-e everybody love everybody this week's episode of the medicine ball podcast season two Episode 32, Oblivious to the Obvious. Oblivious to the Obvious. Let's get right into it. Season 2, Episode 32. Let's go. Welcome, welcome. Let's get right into it. Uh, Before we get into it real quick, I'm working on the pictures of the merchandise in reference to my website. I am aware and I did take a look at the numbers and I see once I mentioned that my website is being worked on, it's like, it's, I don't know, the numbers actually went up. So um, I should have some merchandise pictures up very shortly. You guys, I'm working on it. I try to use you guys as well as me speaking it on the podcast to also help me hold me accountable. I'm hoping to have it up uh, towards the end of the month, but I'd rather it be behind than to be sloppy and rushed. Thank you for your patience. Um, Check me out on all my social media platforms, of course, to communicate with me, uh, especially if you still want to be involved with my email newsletter that I send out. Instagram is medicine ball L S and the number three or the real L S and the number three. Those are two of those Uh, as well on Facebook. I have the medicine ball group and the medicine ball page like it. Check it out. We'll get you attached to the newsletter without any further ado. Don't want to keep you guys waiting. We're going to get right into it. This week's episode oblivious to the obvious. What are we really talking about? Oblivious to the obvious. And what I'm talking about is situational awareness situational awareness now it was actually i'm sure it may have came from someone else my cousin who used to uh who actually who i first heard say oblivious man you oblivious to the obvious which long story short is not aware of what's right in front of your face or you're looking so hard for something and it's right there or you know you're not catching what's going on you're not another thing i guess they would say is reading the room so to speak So I want to start off with two quick stories about myself that show you situations where I was 
highly aware of situational awareness and also a situation where I was oblivious to the obvious as well to give you a detail and we're going to get right into it. So uh, I'm going to, you know, run through this story and I'm going to be kind of transparent with this story with the things I'm going to say, you know, I'm not promoting it, but college days and, uh, you know, I was being a college kid and, you know, I was drinking and the way that my campus at my college was set up, uh, they had dorms, but separate from the dorms, they had apartment complexes, right? So if you lived in one apartment complex, you can like literally drive around the corner. And what I'm doing is <laughs> basically setting it up. But anyway, you can basically drive like a quarter mile, which means you could walk. I'm an adult now, but to get to the next little function or whatnot. And long story short, um, I was leaving one of these functions because the cops had showed up. And, uh, you know, this is a local college in a little small town. But long story short, like the cops had time. You know what I mean? They'd get out and like, they had time. I don't, and this wasn't the campus police, or I think it was uh, a mixture. But long, I mean, I couldn't even tell because I was moving at the time when I first seen them. So um, I'm pulling out. And me rushing to pull out, I was driving a Jeep Cherokee at the time, so a bigger car. I had been drinking. And uh, long story short, I hit somebody's car. Right while the cop was like literally, he wasn't even in the car. He had already gotten out the car at this point. He was walking by me as this happened. Now, I realized that I had hit someone's car and I knew which car I hit. I was basically maneuvering this big truck within a tight space and I should have just slowed down and did the right thing. Now, do I think that I was drunk or tipsy or anything? I don't think I was, but I knew that, you know, if he blew a breathalyzer or something like that, especially if he just seen me hit somebody that, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I knew it could go left. You know what I mean? Because then if I was over the limit legally, they would have, first of all, I don't even think I was old enough to be drinking, but you know, then you're over the limit. I just didn't want to get into it. So as I was leaving, it happened to be that one of my older fraternity brothers, and I was fresh to the fraternity at this point. So it was like, and I think I'm about to say this more so to show you the closeness of my chapter anyway. It was like I was still freshly in the, hey, I'm in a fraternity party and a phrase. And some of the, you know, we call them old heads, but veterans who are part of the fraternity who graduated from college at those earlier years were starting to come and kind of like, hey, congratulate us and whatnot. And I don't know how to explain it, but his car was coming towards my car when I clipped this person's vehicle, literally going like one mile per hour while this cop was walking by. But long story short, he was like, you just hit that car. This is the cop. You just hit that car. And of course, I'm going to be like, no, I didn't hit that car. But this is what I did. Even in that moment, I had situational awareness. And thanks be to God, I ain't even going to put it on me. God got me through that. He let my intelligence come through very quickly after I had been partying. I didn't say, no, I didn't hit that car. I said, I hit his car. So he, my frat brother, one of the older guys just happened to be, and I ain't know him like that. Like I knew him and I met him. I shook his hand and ran that, but it's like, I didn't know him like that, but I just pointed, I said, I hit his car. And, he, and the cop kind of looked, he was like, you hit his car. And I was like, I hit his car. Ask him. And the cop said, did he hit your car? My frat brother kind of looked at me real quick, this older guy, old head. And he said, yeah, man, I did feel my car kind of rock. And the car was like, he was, the cop was like, are you sure? He was like, yeah, it rocked a little. And he had to leave me alone. Thanks be to God. Like, as I tell the story, I know it sounds far-fetched. And then like, but situational awareness. 
I knew he's a real quick. No bragging. It was God for the intelligence, but I knew this was a cop. It probably wasn't smart to be like, I didn't hit nothing. He, if he didn't see it, he darn sure heard metal hit metal. And this guy's in my fraternity. I know what fraternity I am in, especially my chapter. I know we tight and we intelligent men. He hit it, and I did it with authority. He asked him. Got me through situational awareness. Now, bouncing right off of that with authority, as a kid, my mother made it a point to always point out to me because she's my mother. She knew when I was bluffing. And I'm bringing this up. This isn't a story, but it's just more sort of a trait and how I've learned from it. I was able to bluff my way through a lot of situations for that reason. I would say stuff with an authority and a tone in my voice that even if you wasn't sure if I knew what I was talking about, you would question before you question it. That was a double bar question before you question. You would doubt yourself before you question it. But my mother always made it a point to call me out and be like, man, he just made that up. He just made that up. And he'd be like, man, I was about to believe it and whatnot. And it was a bluffing. But me being the kid I was, I started realizing, like, even from me bluffing, that taught me, like, okay, situational awareness. If I am going to bluff as I got older, I'm going to make sure I read the room before I say something crazy. If I'm in a room full of bankers and I've never done banking before, I'm probably not going to tell them about the routing numbers, which at the end, because it's levels. This is just a little side note. Everything in life has levels to it. In most situations that are between humans depend on the level in which each person is willing to go. So going back, just going to what I was talking about, being in a room full of bankers, one person might be like, okay, so why does it switch? And I might know the first level because the even number is this statement. Okay, so what year did it start? Boom, he went to the next level. All of that to say, situational awareness. Let's go back to these cringe uh, moments or these cringe videos that they have out now, right? Where, um, you know, I, I spend a good amount of time on YouTube. Um, not just slacking, though. I'll be researching. But anyway, long story short, when I see these cringe videos, a lot of them, if they're not something that's like visual, it's a situation in which the conversation or whatever is happening is the opposite spectrum of what we as a we as a society deem quote unquote normal so you know if you see a situation where a guy goes in and writes a check you know at a bank and he's dead serious and he's asking for a million dollars and you know it's, it's gonna look weird and people how how dare you have the audacity to you know write a check asking for some crazy amount of money that did, and you know Again, there's levels to something based on your spectrum. I always talk about the peanut gallery. So if you're in the peanut gallery, you know, depending on where you are mentally or with your journey as far as going along and thinking things at and look at things from an unbiased point of view, you might be like, what makes him think when in actuality, like, we don't know this guy, he could have $50 million in there. But anyway, what happens in these moments is a situation or something takes place that society doesn't see as quote-unquote normal and i say quote-unquote because it's not on me i don't think anybody can really justify what is deemed as normal and not normal because trust me every person does something that somebody else is going to think isn't normal but anyway um that's what happens in these moments or they're bold moments where people have audacity man and 
to be honest, it's not. <laughs> it's never cool to like really be bragging or feel bodacious or proud about anything. But or not brag, but to myself, feel just based on my situations that I have a higher situational awareness than the average person because like. I don't know. I'll be embarrassed. I like to think of myself as a bold, straightforward person, but some things I'll be like, man, I can't believe this person. Anyway, like I look at things. I do play 2K. I look at them as ratings. If if situational awareness was a rating, I'm definitely a 99 overall with a Hall of Fame badge. But two reasons I wanted to uh, talk about this. All right. Number one is I want to help you increase your situational awareness, which is reading the room because why not? It's, it's, It's good. And number two, one of the key components within increasing your situational awareness or just like being aware is it involves other people, someone other than yourself. It's a key to it. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I promised y'all a beat. I wanted to ride through it, but holding myself accountable. I wanted to give y'all this beat. When we come back, we're going to touch on it just a little bit more, but we're going to talk about how we can increase our situational awareness. You know, read the room, work things out to our favor and just be a better person. All right. Check this beat, Medicine Ball, Season 2, Episode 32, Oblivious to the Obvious. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, yeah. LSP, that's quite smashing. Welcome back, welcome back, Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. If you're in the shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome back, Medicine Ball. Season 2, episode 32, Oblivious to the Obvious. We're talking about increasing situational awareness. So at first, I want to make sure I define situational awareness for everybody. And uh, situational awareness can be defined simply as knowing what is going on around us or more technically as the perception of the elements in the environment within a volume of time and space and the comprehension of their meaning and the projection of their status in the near future. So layman's terms is knowing what's around you and what's useful to you at that very moment, you know, should you need it. And that doesn't always mean in an aggressive way. So I want to wrap this up. I don't want to get too much into it. And I want to give you guys four ways to improve your situational awareness so you're not oblivious to the obvious. All right. Number one identify the objects around you now again let me just elaborate on that a little bit more man i know i'm guilty of it but we have to stop looking at things in an aggressive manner for instance like oh if i need to hit this person or attack this person no let's look at it in a calm manner for instance if you're in a situation that seems a little rough look around you are there some chairs sitting down is gonna you know for many reasons calm the situation down literally it takes it down a level so that's that's one thing you can do focus on the objects around you if you're working from home and you look out that window and you notice that the sun is bright you know you see what i'm saying use that to make you smile 
That's number one. Number uh, two, and really this should be number one, but notice other people. And I'm going to take it a step further. Know them to the level of being an empathetic person to where you really invest in that person and trying to figure out who they are. Now, obviously, there are situations where you can't do that. It might just be a random bypass, but there's levels to everything. Like I said earlier, if you know them, if you know they're more of a sensitive person, you get the drift. Be mindful of that. You see what I'm saying? If it's somebody you're just passing by, if you see their, you know, or notice they smell uh, like they wear a lot of perfume or maybe had a drink, use that to your advantage. But really, it's about investing in people. Sympathy, empathy. If you're aware of other people, because this piggybacks onto the third step, not that you should be misusing it in this way, but it's to your advantage. Not in a negative way, like you're misusing or taking advantage of somebody, but it just, you know, more control. And that goes into the next the number three or the third thing that you can do, uh, practice prediction. Now, before you be like practice prediction, what do you mean? Like reading people and reading everything, go pick up your phone right now, wherever you are and start typing in the word zebra. And when you move your thumb from typing out the whole word to that predictive text message, we predict everything. We use it all the time. It's useful. Let's stop looking at things in an aggressive or a bad manner. Again, Unbiased point of view, all things, you know, uh, practice prediction, though, if you know how somebody is, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. I got sisters. So I, so I like I, I feel like I say this, but like if a woman tell you, yo, it's my time of the month, if they vocalize that to you, uh, you be foolish not to practice prediction. You, you feel me? So practice prediction. And uh, number four, and I made it number four because it's the last one, but double bonus points for two reasons. It, number four is to trust yourself. And I made it the last one because I wanted to put yourself last as sort of a sign of hu humility. Let's not always be proud and be quick to boast and brag and, you know, voice our, 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 our comments on things. And if we're, you know, like versus I'm in Atlanta. Y'all thought I wasn't going to speak on it, huh? Um, I'm trying to do this humbly. Long story short, I know Gucci man. Like I've been in situations where the old Gucci man, and this is no cap, this would be verified. Um, I give you a quick story, real quick story. Um, we were visiting another artist, and I don't want to just feel like I'm saying, but long story short, he lived in the neighborhood with Gucci man in Henry County at this time, and Gucci was the wild Gucci man, and he uh, wanted everybody to drive one of his exotic cars to the club all together, like seven cars, and my cousin. Told Gucci, man, like, and my cousin, I ain't gonna say it's street dude, but he ain't no, like, he told Gucci, like, I don't have my license. Gucci responded so fast. And I kid you not. I kid you not. This could be verified. I kid you not. Gucci responded so fast. He was like, yeah, yeah but how about now the car, car right now? We go ahead to the club. And my cousin was like, man, I ain't got my license. Gucci was like, yo, don't worry. I'll get you right out. <laughs> no cap. I can't make that up. Don't worry. i get you. Now, so for those of you who don't understand what that means, that was Gucci man at that time saying, if you get arrested, I'm going to bond you right up out of jail. Cap. So all of that to say, uh, Jeezy, I didn't know Jeezy personally, but without dropping three letters or any acronyms or any names, um, I knew those type of connections. He was cool. And Jeezy won the verses, man. I mean, and even with that, it comes from your perception, your point of view. Now, I see everybody on, um, and I'm going to tie all this together. 
with what I'm talking about, so it's about situational awareness and empathy. I'm watching everybody on the, ah, oh, the people who listen to Jeezy went to college. The people who listen to Gucci, man, ain't got no sense and they smoke crack. Now, in my mind, I'm just like, and it's nothing to brag about, but just like I know or have been around people in my family and outside who have been affected by crack. Like, and if you know somebody like that, like, crack ain't nothing to be taken lightly. So when I see somebody, because I see multiple people put that, if you like Gucci, you smoke crack. I just be wanting to ask, like, outside of the verses, like, do you really know somebody who smoked crack? You feel what I'm saying? On top of all of that, me practicing patience, I let the whole verses play out. Why everybody narrated their entire life. Oh, man, it sucks. They trying to beef and all of that. And um, I made a post that said, yo, at least go clean up your statuses. Situational awareness. You posted 55 statuses about how they beefing and this is tearing it. Just all kind of stuff that just is like all emotion, man. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God. Gucci brought me back. Like, I get it, man. You know what I'm saying? You got your social platform. You want to be emotional and just say all this stuff. But you can't even, you ain't even the type of person who could be like, yo, um, I made a, I, I made a mistake. If anybody's seen Pineapple Express or whatever. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I give it up to him. You don't even want to go back and be like, on top of all those posts, like, yo, at least they, now some people did, but most didn't. But what they did do is spend that same time they could have spent just being like, yo, real talk, I was shocked by the situation, arguing with the people in their comments. Like, yo, you, like, come on, man. I said, and this is just, oh, man, situational awareness. And this is what I be talking about, was talking at the beginning, not to ramble, but I just be going to, like, I be laughing all the time because I, like, peep the whole picture, and I'm not perfect at it because I mess up as the beloved. But it's like, man, you just posted, like, two minutes ago so now when i get to put my post i reserve judgment y'all need to clean up the post these folks mad at me they mad at me oh you have situational awareness man now jeezy uh sorry jeezy won that if we're talking about hits and and like culture status uh gucci didn't but my thing is i am aware enough to know okay i'm in atlanta so thus, all my friends on social media is going to be Atlanta. So all my stuff is going to be based on Atlanta. Within Atlanta, Gucci Man won that. So it, like, depends on, you know, how you want to see it. Like, we looking at it from a national status. But I'm going to take y'all a step further before I get up out of here and wrap this up. Young, uh, Young Jeezy wasn't the only person who dropped um, an album last night. Gucci dropped one, too. A mixtape, rather. Now, I know the mixtape process and all of that and just like putting an album together and having available to go on platforms and all that. I'm just saying that's a little suspicious. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, those are the four steps to get more situational awareness because even it will do that for you. You will be able to look at other situations and really see stuff on a different level and really peep it out because of the situation. But anyway, the four steps. Number one, identify objects around you. Number two, notice other people. Number three, practice prediction. Number four, trust yourself. All right. Y'all think about that. Y'all come follow me. Uh, uh, as as, as y'all say, or as you all say, I said what I said, man. Jeezy wanted if we going based on like marketing and visuality and Gucci wanted based on if you live um, within the new blue state. All right. Medicine Ball, thank y'all for joining me. I'm out of here. This is going to be a little late for some of y'all, but I know y'all um, definitely is patient because this is going to be less late than 
they made us wait on that uh versus yesterday to see it okay all right so yo real talk come follow me um on all my platforms check me out reach out to me let's practice some situational awareness it's to your benefit you know what i mean it'll help you get through multiple situations much easier um it's been rough man COVID numbers are up I personally haven't been affected, but I have because somebody in my family has been affected and I feel like it's a part of me. Um, So, like, you know what I mean? Even with that, people say stuff all the time. It's fake. Like, yo, I'm not saying, I don't know, situational awareness. I don't even entertain it, but I've been affected. Multiple people have been affected by it. It's a lot of division. Even what's going on, and I'm not getting on anybody in the White House. Like, it's shook up right now. I want to tell you, keep your head up. If you don't believe in yourself for anything, I believe in you. Push forward. I always tell you that place where you give up, that next step is your breakthrough. I love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Subscribe, share, y'all stay up till next week. Yeah, yeah.